Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to Good Morning Gwinnett, a division of ABK Media Group, hosted by. Audrey Bell Kearney, sharing stories about people and places around beautiful Gwinnett County every day at 9 a.m. Southern Living at its best. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to another edition of Good Morning Gwinnett. I'm your girl, Orgy Bell Kearney. Today is Thursday, November the 14th. It's a beautiful day here in Gwinnett. So good morning, all my Gwinnettians out there in Gwinnett land and all of you around the world listening to the sound of my voice. Hope you're having a wonderful day. It's almost the weekend. It's almost there. Got a great guest for you today. As always, I got a good guest for you. It's a beautiful day here right now. It's about 39 degrees, going up to a high about 46, so it's still feeling pretty winter right now. Still feeling a little chilly. I'm not complaining because when I was in Jersey, right about right now, we would be having a blizzard. So I'm all right. Listen, before we get started, I want to go ahead and start off with our horoscopes brought to you by noted astrologer Micah Thyssen for today, Thursday, November the 14th. And we're going to jump on in because I got a guest for you today. and He's going to be telling you some good stuff about why you need to vote for him in Gwinnett County. Yeah, right. I'm talking to a lot of politicians. It's a bit some big elections coming up in 2020. A lot of big elections. So I, w- I want to get some presidential candidates in here. That's going to be the thing. When they do the debate here in Atlanta, I was like, somebody, need- hey, listen, if you're listening out there, I need a ticket to the debates in Atlanta. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, I need two tickets to the debates in Atlanta. All right. Audrey at goodmorninggwinnett.com. Send me what I need to send you. All right. Let's kick it off with the, the horoscopes. All right, Aries, go out with friends. You may experience setbacks due to additional responsibilities with loved ones. You have made an accurate assessment of the situation and have come up with ideas that will save you money. Anytime you can save some money is a good day. I don't know about you. Watch the coins. Watch the coins. Taurus, help your aspirations. Help with your aspirations is likely. Help with the aspirations is likely and profits could follow. Look into ways to make your home more comfortable. Don't allow colleagues to stand in your way. Don't let nobody stand in your way. Run them over. Get out my way. I'm trying to get somewhere and you're in the way. Run them over. No, I'm just kidding. Don't run them over. I'm kidding. Do not run anyone over. I'm sitting here with a, uh, with a law enforcement. I am kidding. I sound like Madea, right? Kidding. I'm kidding. Don't overindulge in any way, Gemini. You are best to channel your energy into work. You may not be as well received in group endeavors if you try to force your will on others. Listen, I live with two Geminis, and they always trying to force their will on somebody. Don't do it, Gemini. They're going to kick you out the house. Cancer, trying to deal with your mate will be unproductive and possibly hurtful. Do not let your mate annoy you. Patience will be the key. A little overtime may help reduce your workload. Ooh, patience. That's all I'm going to say, Cancer. That's all I'm patience. It could be the key. Leo, your creative imagination will help you in coming up with unique ideas. Help others, help elders with their concerns. Don't avoid situations that may deteriorate. Try to mend them. Listen, don't let it get too far out before you try to fix it. Because if it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, then it's harder and harder to fix. All right, Virgo? All right, Leo, just try to fix it. Not you, Virgo. You got something else in store. So, Virgo, your mate may not be too sure about your intentions. Mm-mm. Take care of yourself or you can expect to suffer from minor illnesses. Try to deal with your with try to deal with it quickly. Don't dwell on past regrets. Listen, Virgo, because I know Virgos don't listen. Don't dwell on it. Let it go. Just let it go. That's all I'm saying. Let it go. Move on to something else. All right. So I'm going to a song. I'll be right back after this next song to give you more of the horoscopes brought to you by noted astrologer Micah Thyssen right here on the Good Morning Gwinnett Show.
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Good Morning Gwinnett Show. Listen, I'm going to pick up our horoscopes. We left off with Libra, so we're going to pick it up right there. You're listening to horoscopes brought to you by Noted Astrologer Micah Thyssen. Libra, put your efforts into constructive improvements to your environment and to your state of mind. Someone you live with could be frustrated and upset. You would feel so much better about yourself if you can control your addictions. Mm, mm, mm. And if you can't control them, get some help. There's help out there for you, you know. Sometimes you just got to ask for work. Scorpio, you need a change and you need to earn more cash, don't we all? Your energy will be <laughs> your energy will be high, however, if not channeled suitably. Temper tantrums may erupt. Strengthen your position among your peers. Listen, don't act like a little baby today, Scorpio. Don't be doing temper tantrums. That's for babies. Alright? Sagittarius, someone you live with may feel totally neglected. Try to do your job and then leave. Take a close look at contracts and, and agreements that have been offered to you. If you don't know what you're looking at, hire somebody that does. Contracts come with, with some kind of stipulation that if you don't know what it means, somebody out there that do could, could cost you a lot of money. Capricorn. Promotions will be yours if you have acted professionally in times of crisis. Your social skills with people may be more than just helpful. You will learn a great deal about yourself if you go somewhere secluded. Get out into nature today. Get out there and just be with, be one with nature. Learn some about yourself. Might find out something you never knew. Aquarius, they will jump at the chance to do something without you if it sounds like more fun. <laughs> Pleasure trips or friendly get-togethers will be satisfying and intellectually stimulating. I like those type of get-togethers. Don't think the worst if you hear something negative about your partner. Don't think the worst. I know that's hard. I know that's hard. But think positive if you can. And Pisces, my fellow fish, the distance may make you both appreciate each other more. Good friends will give you honest answers. Be sure to take care of any minor ailments. I don't know what ailments you got today, but it's always my knee. 
guess what? And I was doing the electric slide this morning, early this morning, so I know my knee gonna be hurting later. I'm dancing for the baby, so I'm in there doing the electric slide in the kitchen before I got came over to the to do the show this morning. All right, listen, fish, listen, uh, horoscope people. So all I got for you today in the horoscope part. I'll be back again on Monday at 9 a.m. to bring you more of the horoscopes brought to you by Noda Astrologer Michael Thyssen. But now let's get on to this interview. So you know, last week I was in, in, the, in the. I feel like I'm being arrested somewhat, and no, I'm just kidding. Last week I was in, in the here with uh, uh, a, a, a attorney general candidate, uh, Miss Patsy Austin Gatston, and her husband was sent up there to solicitor general, uh, uh, second hand man, second man in in. in, in I don't know. I'm messing it all up. Anyway, I have another law enforcement officer here today. He's been uh, in law enforcement here in Gwinnett County for 30 years. He is a U.S. Marines, uh, United States Marines uh, Corps Sergeant. He was in the, the Marines. He wants to run for sheriff here in Gwinnett County. He and five others, four others, so a total of five. That's a lot, right? I feel like that's a presidential election. Like, we started out with, like, 27. I'm just kidding. I don't know how many we started out with. It's about 27 left, right? Now Bloomberg want to jump in. They said, don't do it. I don't know. That's going to be a hard call. But anyway, we're we going to talk about the presidential one. That's We're going to talk about that in January. Right now, we're going to talk to um, Mr. Curtis Clements, who has joined me at the table. You know, Thursday is a seat at the table. So, Mr. Clements has joined me at the table. He is the 2020 candidate for Gwinnett County Sheriff. He's been in law enforcement for quite a long time, and he has retired. And I'm always I'm always curious to know, you, you're retired out of law enforcement. Now you want to come back in. So, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you. Now, now why do you want to come back in? Well, uh, I know we had talked earlier, but, you know, I have this crazy idea that I think I can do um, something positive for Gwinnett County. I think I bring to the table unique uh, experiences and knowledge that the other candidates don't have. And uh, ultimately, uh, I want to give back. I want to continue giving back to the community that I have called home for the last 30 years. So you say you called it home for the last 30 years. What were the first 30 at? Oh, well, prior to Gwinnett, I uh, grew up as a military brat. My dad was in the Air Force for 33 years. Uh, family eventually settled in DeKalb County uh, when he retired, and I graduated from Columbia High School in, in Decatur, you know, always represent Decatur. And uh, I went in the Marines myself. Uh, didn't make my dad too happy because he was expecting me to go in the Air Force mm. uh, after him, but uh, he was still proud of his son for serving his country. And uh, uh, I was sitting in Okinawa, Japan, and I saw that Gwinnett County in 1988 was the fastest growing county in the nation. Wow. And I decided that I wanted to be a part of that growth. And so from the Okinawa, Japan, the Marines, I applied and uh, came here to Gwinnett County. I have a little cousin that was born in Okinawa. Okay. His dad was a military man, and that's where he was born in Okinawa. And I remember when he came home, he looked just like a Jap. I was like, so, so there was a little bit of eyebrow raising in my family. Like, that baby looked Japanese. Because he really did. He was a beautiful baby, but he really did look like a Japanese. And he was like, okay, so what were you doing? What was the wife doing while you were on base somewhere? It was it was weird. It raised a lot of eyebrows. Anyway, I won't get into that. Um, so now, you know, there are a lot of people right now who are um, in this race. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. In, in Gwinnett County. And I know for you, you were one of the first uh, African-Americans in the police department in Gwinnett. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah. In, well, in the leadership role. Ab- absolutely. Um, I came to Gwinnett County, uh, eventually started in 1989. Uh, after I got out of the service. And uh, at that time, I was one of only a handful. It was about five uh, minority law enforcement officers between corrections, the sheriff's department, and the police department. There were only about five of us at that time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, uh, as the county has grown and changed and become more diverse, we have more African-American uh, and other races of officers uh, involved in the community as well. Are, those, are there more in leadership roles now that we are such a diverse community here in Gwinnett? It, there are more now. It's starting to um, 
become more prevalent that you have more minorities in, in leadership roles. But for the longest time, uh, that was not happening. There, there had, unfortunately, you know, lawsuits were brought about to try to force that change, but mm-hmm. the county was slow in moving to make those changes. You know, I, sometimes I wonder why do we have to force change? You know, like you would think that change would kind of like happen because it makes sense, right? but it does not. Right. And that's in, in a perfect world, it would just happen, but we don't live in a perfect world. So we know that already. So now there are, there's someone sitting in that seat right now. What do you, what do you feel like that that's, what do you feel missing? That's missing from what's happening right now with that, that you feel like you can make better. Well, the person that's currently sitting in that seat has been there 24 years. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And his mentality and approach to the community is still stuck in that era from 24, say, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need a, a, an elected official, a leader who can communicate with the entire spectrum of the community, not just a certain segment of the community. Mm-hmm. And you also need a leader that doesn't stoke fear. Mm-hmm. of the other if you will here in Gwinnett County mm-hmm. uh, and I think that those are the problems that we have with the current person who's in the office right at this point and as I've told many people the Gwinnett County of 30 years ago is not the Gwinnett County of today we are a truly international community and you need someone who's an elected official who can address everyone in that community and actually represent all the people of Gwinnett, again, and not just a certain segment of Gwinnett. Yeah, I, I moved to Gwinnett six years ago. I was born in Georgia, but I was raised in New Jersey. And I moved to Gwinnett six years ago. And it was so funny for me to um, meet everybody and say, where are you from? Because nobody was from nobody Gwinnett. Was from here. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was from somewhere. Else. We were all like implants. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of weird because I was like, okay, I'm moving to Georgia. I'm going to be with, you know, with my southern roots and all that stuff. And everybody was from somewhere else. It wasn't even from Georgia. So I right. thought it was kind of funny. Um, you know, I got I to gotta, I gotta bring this up because I talked about this a lot over the last few months, the, the, the 287G program. Yes. Sh- let's sh- shed a little light on that for the listeners. Well, for those those that don't know what 287G is, it is uh, an agreement that the sheriff has with the uh, immigration officials, ICE. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what happens is uh, persons who are brought into the jail, uh, and it has been shown nationwide that disproportionately black and brown people have been targeted in the ICE deportation program. Mm And one of the issues that I have with the the sheriff's agreement with ICE is that folks are brought in, and then once ICE is contacted, they are sent to for-profit prisons. Mm -hmm. So it's not in the sheriff's interest to actually serve the community by not being a part of the ICE program. It it encourages more financial funding from ICE, you know, Mm -hmm. um, to to, to keep filling those for-profit prisons. And as I said, you know, disproportionately black and brown people are targeted by the ICE system and run through the system and detained. A lot of times for something as minor as minor traffic violations, uh, not necessarily as it was initially designed for gang members and people who commit uh, felony crimes against the community. Now you have... uh, you know, the mom who just on her way to, to the public's grocery store and got stopped because maybe she didn't turn on her turn signal and she never comes back home because she's been detained oh, um, by ICE and is shipped out of the country within 30 days or so. And what happened to that mom and, and the children? Uh, you're, you're leaving behind broken families. I don't know if you saw recently in the article, uh, right here, there was a, a mother who was suffering from stage four cancer mm. and was getting treatment. And just like that, she was pulled over, uh, for improper lane change. Mm. And now, and she has been in this country for almost 30 years, hasn't done anything, never violated the law, never been in trouble, but from a minor traffic violation, now she's facing deportation, but she has raised her kids who fall under the DACA program uh, very well because one of them is at Yale on a full scholarship. You know, because he's been academically proficient and, and has a full scholarship wow. at Yale, and he's asking that his mom be released so that she can stay here and get cancer treatment and, you know, let her go through the system and pay her traffic citation fine, just like anybody else, instead of being deported to a country that she hasn't been to in over 30 years. Now, that's heartbreaking. That is that is 
I, I didn't read that article because mm-hmm. I would have definitely talked about that. But that is that is heartbreaking. Yes, you know, and it's so sad because here's the thing. Here's the thing, Curtis. When you think about something like that, right? You got to ask yourself as a person, mm-hmm. right? As a person, what kind of person am I? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what? What kind of person would I, I can't even see myself unless she killed somebody. And I'm talking about intentionally killed somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about an accident. Right. I'm talking about intentionally did harm to someone. Like, what kind of person does that make you? Right. Even right. from the top down. Right. From the person that pulled her over, what kind of person does that make you? Mm-hmm. And it's so sad when I. It makes me sick to hear stuff like that. That's why I don't, I don't report a lot of bad news because it does something to me physically. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like I get like. Like, I don't watch the news that much. I watch politics, politics, mm-hmm. you know, like MSNBC and things like that. But regular news is it's just too draining for me. Well, so, what, yeah. what a lot of people may not even realize is that uh, you already pay for ICE deportation program when you pay your federal taxes Mm -hmm. but because the sheriff who doesn't need permission from the uh, board of commissioners renewed that contract uh it costs Gwinnett County about two million dollars more per year so because you live in Gwinnett County you get to pay for it twice wow you know so I can think of a lot of things I could do with that $2 million that we've been using to to help deport people and doing the federal government's job. Right. Um, It is the federal government's job to develop a pathway to citizenship. Mm -hmm. That's not something that the citizens of Gwinnett County should be taking on that financial burden. Right. And so uh, it costs uh, Gwinnett County roughly about $2 million a year to keep that program uh, going in Gwinnett County. And as I said before, you know, the sheriff just renewed it for another year. And because he's an elected official, he doesn't necessarily have to answer to the board of commissioners. And his budget is such that even if they don't give him the $2 million in the 2020 budget, uh, he's got such a large budget, he can just take money from one location and shift it to somewhere else to continue to fund what he's doing. I'd rather see training for the, the deputies and uh, yes. more programs for, to help in recidivism. You know, so it's so crazy because as you say that, like he has a budget, he can do what he want to do. Yes, like, mm-hmm. you know, wow. There's nobody to say you can't do that. He can do what he wants to do. With he that can program. do pretty much what he wants to do. Even the people can't. The only way to stop him is get him out. Is to vote him out. Vote him out. Okay, so listen, voters, you hear it right here. If you feel if you've had a family member who have been harmed, um, sent back to to another country because of. The uh, 287G program, you know, you might want to step up to the plate and cast your vote. It's important. It's important that you stand up for what you believe in. And and the only way we can fight a lot of these things is to show up at the polls. So you can't sit back. You know, I, I did a report last week where they were saying that there were 22,000 people coming off the voter rolls because mm-hmm. they have not voted. But here's what I did here. I heard one lady say she's been voting in the election since it started. And every year she comes up as not being registered. Mm-hmm. So you have to, have to, have to get up, go down there, make sure. Listen, I, if I were you, I would videotape people. Like I have learned now, it's my word against yours. Now it's going to be mine and yours, my, my, my word and my video phone against you. Because I realize people will lie on you. Yes. And if you don't have nothing but your word against theirs, the videotape them. Do you mind? I'm going to have to videotape this because I need proof. Mm-hmm. It helps. I'm telling you, I, I had to do that to somebody. And I told that person, I videotaped you. Do you did you forget that? <laughs> you know, and, and they they forgot. Right. You know, but because I knew, I kind of knew what I was dealing with mm-hmm. a little bit. So right. I had to protect myself. So I videotaped them. Like, voter suppression is real. Voter suppression is real. So you got to get out there and vote. So let's talk about recidivism for a minute because that, that has been a term that I've heard a lot over the last years. Um, and and what, what's your plan for that? Well, my plan for that... Uh, first, first of all, let's tell people what it is, for people who don't know what it means. Okay, recidivism is uh, basically you know, trying to end the constant uh, revolving door of people who are coming in and out of the jail r- repeatedly. Uh, a lot of times they come in and out of the jail and have multiple arrests because they don't have job skills uh, for what's needed out here in the job market. Uh, they don't have a stable home environment, and that, that leads into a whole lot of issues of affordable housing here in Gwinnett County. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, 
uh, a lot of times they just don't have a legitimate support system, mm-hmm. not only from family, but within the community to keep them from coming back into the jail population. Mm-hmm. And so uh, as part of my campaign uh, I, in my previous history, both as assistant chief of Gwinnett PD and in my personal life, I've been working with a lot of nonprofit organizations who are standing by and ready and willing to work with me to provide jobs and provide training and skills to people. And uh, we're, 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 I'm currently working on a program right now with the solicitor's office and the Gwinnett Housing Authority uh, trying to do uh, develop, develop affordable housing right here in Gwinnett County because in some parts of Gwinnett County, you know, you're being priced out. You, mm-hmm. you, you literally can't afford to live in the community. And, uh, but everybody is not, you know, able to afford, you know, five, six hundred or more hundred thousand dollar homes. So, and Gwinnett is so diverse. And with that diversity comes that diverse income. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be welcoming to everybody and provide those job skills and training so that, you know, we can keep people out of jail and give them the stability that they need to be productive citizens here in Gwinnett. You know, you said uh, four and five thousand. There are a lot of people who can't afford three hundred, two hundred thousand. I, right. I don't think I've seen any houses, and I'm always riding around because I love houses. Right. I was I was just in Loganville yesterday looking at a house for my brother who's planning on moving here, um, and the house was beautiful, but it started out at three fifty six just bare. Yeah. And so I said to the guy, "Well, okay, so what comes in this house for three fifty six? And he's like, "This is house. If you want some upgrades, you're gonna, so I know that's going to mm-hmm. go up to about four twenty. So, with that being said, is there a space to put affordable housing? Like, I know Gwinnett is pretty crowded right now. Right. Is there a space for affordable housing? If there is, you know, where, where are some of those spaces? Well, there, there are some spaces. There's still a, a certain segment of Gwinnett County that is still considered, I guess you would call rural. Mm-hmm. You know, you still got the, you know, large areas of, of cow farms and really? paddies. And so, oh, where yes. Is that? Back over in Decula mm-hmm. and areas back over there in Grayson and Loganville. Loganville, uh, I know. I didn't know about I don't with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Racing. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a lot of open pastures out there and just people who have owned land for, for mm-hmm. generations. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've just never sold it. And uh, also, if you drive through Gwinnett, and I'm sure you've seen it, there's been a lot of strip malls that have been abandoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, there's been talk of refurbishing those strip malls uh, for homes uh, for disabled veterans. Mm. Uh, and nice. and then, of course, uh, Gwinnett Place Mall, mm-hmm. uh, which was recently in the TV show Stranger Things on right. Netflix. That whole area is up for sale. Mm-hmm. And there's been talk of refurbishing that and making it, you know, uh, affordable housing, live, work and play, you know, combined mm-hmm. area where there will be businesses and homes for, for families as well. So we have the space and it's just a matter of taking what we have, potentially refurbishing it. And then, of course, we still have additional lands and we have a lot of buildings uh, throughout the county that, that are old, dilapidated. And, and, you know, sometimes you just have to clear out the old to bring in the new. That's true. Now, how easy is that? Because, OK, so the. You know, I have, I've heard someone say to me, and I don't know if this was on the show or was this in a private conversation, but they what I heard was that a lot of those contracts go to the same people over and over again. So if you got an investor coming in who has some new money, do you think that's going to be an easy process for them or do they have to go up against, you know, the same people getting the same contracts over and over again? Well, right now they would have to go up against the same people to get those contracts. And, you know, as Gwinnett has become more diverse, 
the same old guard, if you will, has been in charge of making those decisions. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I'm running for office, because, you know, I think our elected officials and the decisions that are being made should be made for and by people who actually reflect the community, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and not people who are just holding on to power, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think in the 2020 elections, I'm hoping we'll see uh, a a refreshing, if you will, of new candidates who have been elected, who bring a new perspective and a new voice and be able to give other people an opportunity to become a part of the process that is Gwinnett County. All right, so listen, guys, you heard it here. We're going to go to a song. I'll be back with Mr. Curtis Clements to give us more about, you know, what the what 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 is going to look like for him to become sheriff here in Gwinnett County. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm about to bite Wendy's line. Grab a snack and come on back. Wendy, I bit your line. I like that line, so it's all right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Time to start it, and I, and I know you got it. You with me? Let's rock this party. All the girls on the side say, and all my fellas on the side say, it's never gonna fly high to the skies. Cause we're gonna have a taste of the good life. Here we go, here we go, here we go up. We're gonna rock this club till it blows up. Yeah, we're gonna live the good life. Yeah, we're gonna do it all night.
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Good Morning Gwinnett Show. It's your girl, Audrey Bell Kearney, sitting to the table today with a uh, political candidate, Mr. Curtis Clemens. He's talking about what he's going to do when he becomes the sheriff of Gwinnett County. So happy that he's joined us today. You know, uh, criminal justice system across our country needs great attention. And so I'm, I'm so glad to have had some, of the, some great candidates on so far who are talking about, you know, the things that they want to do. Just last week I had Ms. Patsy Austin on, um, and she was talking about her role in, in our system and what she plans on doing some happy to have Curtis with me today to talk about what he plans on doing with our um, our justice system. Tell us a little bit about your um, bail and bond reform. I know that's one of the things that, that you're passionate about. Uh, absolutely. With the bail and bond reform, you know, having worked at the Sheriff's Department and and the Police Department, you know, you, you see things firsthand. And with the bail and bond reform, what I'm looking at is uh, I found out that roughly about 20% of the people that are sitting in the Gwinnett County Jail right now, they are in there on bonds that are $500 or less. Here's the problem with that. A lot of it is traffic violations. And number two, bonding companies won't touch anything under $1,000 because they're not making enough money off of it. So, because they usually make anywhere from 10 to 15 percent, sometimes more, uh, off of the bonds, the percentage of the bonds. Well, as sheriff, one of the things I want to do is if the bond is $500 or less and it's a nonviolent misdemeanor offense, I want to make it so that people can come in and sign a signature bond and get out and go back to the, you know, the community and be productive and go take care of their families because what I've seen is a domino effect. Okay, typically after about three days, most people will lose their job if they don't show up. So from first you lose your job and now you don't have income. So now you and your family potentially could face eviction because your your, your money has been interrupted, if you will. So don't, now let me ask you this because I know this is what... This is a question. Mm-hmm. So they sign a signature bond, mm-hmm. right? That means that they have agreed to pay this amount. But no, with well, a signature bond is saying they are being released on their own recognizance, mm-hmm. and they are agreeing to come back and show up on their specified court date mm-hmm. and remain available to come to court and actually show up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it's misdemeanor, nonviolent. Most of them are traffic offenses. Okay. You know, so the problem is being, you know, because you are in a different financial status, you essentially being poor shouldn't be an additional punishment or crime. Mm. You know, because for somebody that five hundred dollars or less means nothing and for the next person that five hundred dollars means the difference between are we going to pay rent this month Mm -hmm. are we going to feed the family or do i get you out of jail i don't think you should have to make that decision right you know for a lot of times what are minor offenses and they're non-violent so you're already not a danger to the community you know uh because you have a minor traffic violation or a minor offense Let's go ahead, get these people out, sign your own recognizance bond, show up for court just like anybody else and have your day in court. But in the meantime, you're out there, you go back to work, you be productive, you're taking care of your families, and you're handling your business. And we want to give people that opportunity because you reach a point where your bond is $500. You reach a point where it's costing us more to keep them in the jail than what the bond is. Now, you would think that was common sense. Why do you well, think it is everybody, a common sense? Everybody don't have common sense. Right. <laughs> Like that, okay. So how much? So how much is it a day to keep someone in jail? Do you, do you know? Roughly, it's about sixty three dollars a day. Sixty three dollars a day. So if you stay in there already uh, ten days, you already over that five hundred dollars easily. Easily. Mm-hmm. And how long do you? How long have you seen people staying there for for minor events like uh, months? Like this? Months. Months. Really? Waiting. You know, they go to trial. Uh, they can't afford an attorney, so they get a court-appointed attorney, and they're sitting there, and, but they can't get out because they can't afford the bond. Wow. You know, so they will essentially sit there throughout the entire process, will have lost their job, potentially lost where they live, and then eventually when they get to court and the judge will give them credit for time served, and you get out and you have nothing to go to. That is that's downright ridiculous well to me it it is part of the the bigger problem with the school to prison pipeline Mm. you know and when you look at the connections between the school to prison pipeline your jails especially your for-profit prisons Mm -hmm. there's no incentive 
to work with the community. The incentive is to keep people there and, and keep filling up these jails. And disproportionately, black and brown people, you know, are the ones who are filling up these jails. Wow. So so while they're in there sitting to wait to go to, to court, they're actually working at one of these for-profit centers. Uh, well, Gwinnett County Detention Center is not a for-profit okay. prison, but it's part, I believe, of the, like I said, the school-to-prison pipeline because, you know, like with ICE, right. you know, they get sent to the, right. the for-profit prisons, and it is it is in, inherently beneficial, if you will, for the sheriffs and ICE and these for-profit prisons to keep the prisons full of people. Right. So you got to you, use, whereas you also would normally have discretion and could write a ticket and send you on your way. No, no, no. Let, let, let's keep filling up these prisons so we all make money. That's so sad. And now, now, that I, now that I hear what you say that, so if they're in there for months at a time and they've lost everything, chances are when they get out, they, they could be right back in they the system again. They could be right back in. Because they don't have anything because they've yeah. just spent the last couple of months locked up for a five hundred dollar bond or right. bail. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is terrible. So, ooh, man. So, so you see what I'm saying, guys? That's why it's so important to elect officials that have your best interests at heart. And here's the thing: you may say, you know what? Well, I'm not getting locked up. But do you know somebody that got locked up for a traffic offense that you couldn't get them out of jail? Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. May not have been you, but it might have been somebody that you know or somebody that knows somebody that you know. Mm-hmm. It, but it could be you. For something small, mm-hmm. and, and we talk. About, I was talking to someone. Um, I think it was my daughter yesterday, and we was talking about this guy had a good job. He was an accountant or something crazy. Mm-hmm. One bad decision in his life ruined him. Yes. Now he was well educated, mm-hmm. you know, but just some bad choices, and mm-hmm. not that he was on drugs or anything, just some bad financial choices right. that put him. He was homeless. Mm-hmm. I talked to a young lady. Um, uh, was it last week? I think it was last week. She said to me, she said. That there was a gentleman, she said he was so smart, same kind of situation. She said she bought him a suit. He was mm-hmm. homeless. Mm-hmm. She said she bought him a suit and said, hold your head up and go get the job you want. She said he had to dumb down his resume mm-hmm. so he can get a job at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And she told him, don't do that. So mm-hmm. she bought him a suit and she told him, you go out and you get the job you're supposed to get. She said that guy is still her friend to this day. Good. But it's little things like that. So mm-hmm. you, you never know. That's why it's important for you to... To, to look at your, 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 the people that's running for your community leadership, right? See what they really stand for. Put all that nonsense aside about I'm a this and I'm a that. What are they really doing? Are they doing things for you? Why are you voting for them? You know what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of times when we start to vote, we look at party lines. Right. We don't really look at what's really best for us. Because if we did, we would be voting different ways. Right. You know what I'm saying? Look at it. It may not be affecting you, but did it affect someone that you know? You know, think about those little things like that. So we have to think about these things. And I look at this, Curtis. I look at people who are active in the community right now before it's time to run for something. That being said, Mm -hmm. tell us about Give. Well, Give is, uh, I guess you would call it the last stop for Mm -hmm. Gwinnett County students Mm -hmm. before they are expelled from Gwinnett County schools. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually started with uh, a friend of mine. Uh, a mentor program to reach those students there at the Give Center. Uh, it's called LEADS, which is Law Enforcement Agencies Assisting in the Development of Students. And so we reached out to young men and young women over there. And some of the stories that you hear about them is just horrific. Mm-hmm. But we reached out to them and we taught them things about, you know, watching your attitude uh, and, and, and speaking properly. Uh, even things as one of the greatest joys I took was teaching a young man how to tie a tie because mm-hmm. uh, his father wasn't in his life. Nobody in his circle could teach him how to tie a tie because he finally got a job interview and and that led us into okay well what do you need to take to a job interview Mm -hmm. make sure you got your social security Mm -hmm. card some kids didn't even know what that was you know so it's about preparing them you know to to be an example and to better their lives and to show them what i like to call kids need to see two things they need to see their options and they need to see what the opportunities are Mm -hmm. and so we tried to show them what their options and what the opportunities were by showing them there's a different path you can take 
in your life and being able to show them the opportunities that are available if you choose to take a different path because you can't run with everybody mm-hmm. you know you have to be very selective on who you surround yourself with and you know kids these days everybody wants to be popular with their peer group but you know we had to tell them you know some people you just can't hang with you right. you got to separate yourself what's going to make you different not necessarily better than your peers but what's going to make you different what's going to make you stand out you know so that you can get that job so that you can have that opportunity to go to college or get that internship you know and that's what we try to teach the kids see that's what i'm talking about like don't don't knock on my door at election time and you haven't done anything all year long i look at that stuff and i know it's a lot of people out there that do look at stuff i know there are people who in in some races right now haven't seen anything from them. they don't do anything but now mm-hmm. they want to leave 29 flies at my front door and i throw them in the garbage <laughs> I ain't, i'm not lying i'm just mm-hmm. telling you how i feel because if i haven't heard anything from you throughout the course of the last three years and now you want to want my vote you won't get it mm-hmm. I'm just saying you just won't get it. Um, and there are some people out there I know who have not done a thing and they want my vote and I'm not giving it to you. So anyway, and the last thing on our agenda right now is, is mental health. That is so huge right now. Absolutely. Like I had a young lady earlier this year. She was a mental health therapist and she was here talking about how to just recognize some of the signs that we as regular people kind of just overlook. So she right. talked about that. But it's a whole lot different when it comes to law enforcement because right. – you know, you have people out there who carry guns, mm-hmm. you know, and it could easily get out of hand. Right. What, what, what do you have in place? Or what plan do you have for that? Well, for me, the the whole mental health reform, I, I take that from a, a personal level because before my, my grandmother passed and, you know, I think every family has a Medea and this was Medea for us. And, you know, she had Alzheimer's mm-hmm. for eight years before she passed away. And so we did not want to put her in a, in a nursing home and think our family took care of her. And so we, we, we we dealt with that that mental illness so i kind of saw that firsthand so it's personal to me and so with mental illness what is not happening in the jails right now is you do not have what's called a crisis intervention team Mm -hmm. and these are these can be deputies or these can be civilian staff who are trained to be able to help identify a person who is having what i call a a mental crisis or a mental episode Mm -hmm. And that may be a temporary thing or it may be an ongoing thing. But right now, it's little things like maybe you're talking too loud and you need to bring your voice down. Or maybe the light in the room is having an effect on them. Or, or, you know, there could be any number of reasons. But you need people who are trained to identify that so you can distinguish a person who's going through an episode versus a person who's just displaying bad behavior. And unfortunately, with the sheriff right now, that training is not in place. They have no crisis intervention team. And so as a result of that, you're having a lot of people who are being injured and assaulted, essentially assaulted by officers. In several cases, there were uh, citizens who were detained who were assaulted by deputies, and those deputies have been charged and arrested. Uh, uh, for assaulting people in their custody uh, because there is no distinction between bad behavior maybe a person who is just having an emotional crisis right now. And so as sheriff, one of the things I want to do, I want to bring in a crisis intervention team, make sure that there is mental health training for the deputies. There are sometimes, you know, people need to understand their implicit bias. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you may need to step back Mm -hmm. and let somebody else take the lead in dealing with a particular person. Because maybe on some level you can't deal with that. And they need to be able to identify that in themselves and let trained professionals be able to soothe, calm down people. And then once you have brought them to a level where we can communicate, okay, now we can continue on with the booking in process. But we've got to have that in place so that we can reduce these multi-million dollar lawsuits that the Gwinnett County taxpayers are going to have to pay for because the current administration at the Sheriff's Department won't get that training. So it sounds like what I'm hearing you say there, too, is that there are officers who are not trained and may not be bad officers. It's just that they're not trained properly to, de- to deal with some of these people that they're bringing in. Exactly. Wow. And because of that, they may lose their livelihood because they are not properly trained. Right. And the person they're dealing with may be injured or worst case scenario, even killed. Right. Wow. See, that's, and that's a, that's a big deal. Like when you think about it from that perspective, because you know, a lot of times we see these things happen, like that's a bad cop right. and it may not be a bad cop. It just may be a cop who's not well trained. Exactly. Who's not well trained. Wow. And training has to be continuous 
and it has to be re- reinforced from the top down. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't say, well, here's what you guys go do, but I'm not going to participate. I'm not aware of it. You, do, you, go, you, you just go do it. It has to start from the top down, and training has to be a continuous, ongoing thing because it changes the, the spectrum of treatment and what was thought as standard principle and practices 10 years ago changes over time. And so that's why that training has to be continuous and updated uh, for the deputies there at the jail as well. Wow. So listen, guys, I know this has been a good interview. It's been a good interview for me. I don't know about you. It's kind of like, well, I ain't going to say that. This is a family show. Um, (laughs) But it was a good interview for me. I don't know about you. Um, So, Curtis, listen, tell people how to... (laughs) Tell people, see, I'm silly sometimes. It's, it's Thursday. My week ends today. I don't do this on tomorrow, so I'm off. This is my Friday. It's Thursday for you, but it's Friday for me. Tell people how to, to come out and support you in this campaign election. How can they get involved, and how can they contact you and support? Uh, thank you. Uh, well, if you want, they can go to my website, which is uh, Clemens C-L-E-M-O-N-S, for sheriff f-o-r for sheriff dot com uh there you can go and you can sign up to be a volunteer on my campaign you can go and make donations to my campaign because it's not cheap to run a campaign uh and also uh if you just want to let me know what you're thinking and express your concerns you can leave messages for me as well on the campaign and i i make it a, a habit that uh with at least within 24 hours i will be in contact with you so now i know this show is, is, is syndicated around the world do they have to live in Gwinnett County to donate to your campaign or can they make a donation from anywhere? They can make a donation to my campaign from anywhere in the continental United States. Unfortunately, we cannot take money from out of the country. Okay, tell that to some other folks. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking, y'all. I'm just joking. Listen, you heard it right here. Uh, Mr. Curtis Clement took a seat at the table today with me. I'm so appreciative that he took the time out to come here. You know, he's supposed he's out there protecting us still after he's retired. I don't know why. No, he, he told us why. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys for listening. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you spent the last... 49 minutes with us and i appreciate you so much remember save the date i got an upcoming event this wednesday for all of those of you who want to learn how to podcast this wednesday at 6 30 right here at the cornerstone 279 west krogan street in lawrenceville we're going to be their mission is to bring a non-perishable item that's your admission because you know it's thanksgiving time we want to give back to shelters and and uh people that need are in need so bring a non-perishable item this this uh, Wednesday at 630, 279 West Krogan Street. That's the Cornerstone co-working space. And also for the small business owner who do not, you know, if you don't have a brick-and-mortar storefront but you want to get out and celebrate Small Business Saturday, November the 30th. We're going to be doing it right here again at the Cornerstone, November the 30th. So come out, get you a table, set your wares up. we got public. The pe- people are coming in to buy from you because you don't have to have a brick-and-mortar. I'm, I'm providing one for you. So it's Shop Local, Small Business Saturday, right here November 30th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Save those dates. For more information about that event, go to goodmorninggwinnett.com. Dead smack in the center of the page. You'll see a banner there. Click the banner. It's going to take you over to the Eventbrite page. You don't have to call the Cornerstone. Shoot me an email if you got a question. Everybody's been calling the Cornerstone. It's like, oh, my God, I got to call at 1230 last night. Everything you need to know is on the Eventbrite page. All right? So, again, thank you for listening. I'll be back again on Monday. God willing, be safe this weekend. Take it easy. Don't do nothing I wouldn't do. That doesn't, that doesn't leave a lot. Um, but have a good time. And um, thank you again. I'll be back again. Thank you again, Curtis, for being my guest today. Absolutely. All right. Until next time, guys, make it a great day. Bye now. You've been listening to Good Morning Gwinnett. Make sure to tune in daily at 9 a.m. Eastern Time to find out what's happening around Gwinnett. If you miss an episode, go to www.goodmorninggwinnett.com to catch up. If you like this episode, go ahead and subscribe to the show now and share it with your friends. 